what that means, like facing towards God, he says, you're my only hope. Please help me. Yeah. That's facing towards God. Yeah. Right. So it's not like mm. facing towards God means I'm reading my Bible every day and I'm like praying seven times a day and I'm going right. to the Bible study I'm and doing I'm all the right faithfully things. attending church and doing all the stuff right. Mm. Yeah. No, like facing the right direction just means if you say, God, I don't know what to do. Help. Yeah. That's facing the right direction. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. What's up, friends? Welcome to Real FM Rewind B-Side. It's Anson, Kara, and Zoe back with you in the studio on this beautiful spring-like mm-hmm. uh, winter day. <laughs> spring-like winter day. It's so warm outside. I don't even know what to do about Love it. Love it. Love it so much. We're going to start off with On Repeat, which is my turn this week. My On Repeat is Future's Calling by Apollo LTD. Loving this song. In case you don't know, Apollo LTD is a pop rock duo from Nashville consisting of Jordan Phillips and Adam Stark. And by the way, Apollo LTD's name originally inspired by NASA because Mm. Phillips' uncle was an astronaut in the 90s, which Mm. led to a fascination that still exists to this day. Ah, I'm glad it's not the uh, Greek god because uh, or Roman. I'm not sure. But (laughs) that that was actually my first affiliation. That's really funny. (laughs) That's where my brain goes. Yeah. (laughs) Mythology. That's That's awesome. (laughs) No, it's it's space. It's space. space. (laughs) It's all good. So that we'll start with that just for fun. Uh, But moving on, this song is so much fun. It feels to me like an 80s anthem. And I'm just going to be honest, the first time I heard it, what came into my head was this is like an 80s montage in a movie (laughs) where like I'm the main character and I'm going to go overcome and I'm going to go overcome my problems. And this is my style. This is my like (laughs) montage music. That is what it feels like to me. I can see that. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh yeah. No, I I instantly got 80s vibes from the song too. Like the big, like elongated power chords. Power chords. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a real thing if you play the guitar. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. So like, yeah. The sound of power chords. It it definitely has that kind of vibe to me, which Apollo LTD has always had. Yeah. I'll be honest. Like Apollo LTD, I have a little bit of a like love hate relationship with Do them you? because mm. they released an EP an album before they got signed to a record deal oh and it was so good I <gasps> loved it so much it was yeah. some of my favorite music wow and then they signed a Christian record deal and some of their music in uh, my opinion mm, got worse less good <laughs> um mm. not that they're any less talented or like but it just Fair. you could tell they've, they've been shifted in. their target audience a little ah, bit ah i see um, yeah that's and fair sometimes though they still release some stuff where i'm like that's yeah, the apollo ltd i know <laughs> There you are. That's right. (laughs) That's understandable. Well, I love this song because it feels like not just sonically, but also lyrically, it fits what I was just talking about. The 80s montage, like I can overcome Mm, my challenges kind of vibe. (laughs) The the theme of the song is kind of looking for purpose and hope. And I know you're lonely. I know you're brokenhearted. Always fighting to find your way. This is the chorus. You're barely holding on. All you need is just a little faith. The future is calling your name. Mm. I particularly like the second verse, though, kind of just hits home to where I feel like I'm at lately. Hello, human. 
Hello, suffering. It's hard to reconcile what is and the way it was meant to be. Oh, that feels so true in so much of life. And especially just the, I don't know, the time of life we're living, which I suppose the time of life any human has ever lived, it's felt that way. The way the world is and the way Mm. it was meant to be, it's hard to reconcile. Mm. And something's about to give, they said, standing on the brink, call it a breakthrough, call it a rescue, call it your destiny. Uh, So I just, I don't know. I really love this song. There's a lot of hope in it, but in a very nostalgic 80s power chord kind of way. Yeah, a little bit of a kind of like big epic feel. Like it really does feel like, yeah, I need to go run to this song or lift or do a Rocky montage or something. Something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Maybe skateboard and back to the future Ah, to my destiny. There you go. That's the power of chords. There it is. (laughs) Exactly. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. All right. Time to hit the pause button. Go a little bit deeper on something that we talked about this week. On the show this week, I brought up an author, a teacher, a counselor. His name is David Powlison. He actually passed away a few years ago, about five years ago. Mm. He was the executive director of the Christian Counseling Educational Foundation, and he wrote a number of books as well and is pretty well known in Christian theological circles. And he had some stuff that he had written in some of his books about the process of sanctification. Hmm. All right. So sanctification, kind of a big theological word. It sounds more fancy than it is. Yeah. Uh, It basically sanctifying something just means to make it holy. So this could apply to an object. For example, uh, a lot of Christians believe that the juice or wine that you use during communion and the bread is sanctified. Mm. It's set apart for a holy purpose, right? So, you know, we eat bread for sandwiches. I usually have a sandwich on Sunday after lunch. That bread is not holy. The bread that we use for communion is not because of anything as Protestants. We believe that's like special about the bread itself. We don't believe it's changing its molecular structure or anything like that, although there are are Christians who do believe in that, but it's set apart. It's holy because it has a very set apart purpose, a holy purpose, mm-hmm. right? Symbolic. Yeah. yeah. And sanctification can also apply to people. And we believe that it applies to Christians, that the process of being sanctified or being purified from our sin is something that is a process that we undergo mm-hmm. pretty much all throughout our lives. Right. And that includes like the moment that we become Christians, quote unquote, like Mm -hmm. that we accept Christ. Uh, That's something that's talked a lot about in like American evangelical Mm -hmm. Christianity in particular. Um, But it's not like an instantaneous thing, right? We're not immediately purified or cleansed from all sin in that moment. One day we believe we'll be saved from sin ultimately, that there will be no more sin at all. Yeah. But it's not just confined to that moment either. It's a process that begins at the very beginning of our lives and goes on into eternity, mm-hmm. this process of sanctification. The problem with <laughs> sanctification. There's a problem? <laughs> I think so. The problem <laughs> I have with sanctification <laughs> is sometimes it feels like there's not a lot of progress being made. Mm. I think anytime that you're trying to work towards a goal or anytime you're talking about making progress in any area, when that progress is spread out over a very long period of time, which like in this case, we're talking about an entire lifetime. Lifetime, Mm. yeah. It can feel like no progress is actually being made at all, right? Because it's stretched out so far, you kind of lose your sense of like motion a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're traveling on the highway and you're going like 70 miles an hour and you look out like straight out to the side and you see like the signs going by, you're like, wow, we're going really fast, right? And then you pass like a truck that's going 68 miles an hour and all you can see is that truck. 
suddenly you're still making progress, but it looks a lot slower, even though you're moving the same mm. speed. And I think that is kind of sometimes what happens to us, at least to me, with sanctification. Mm. I, I feel like, okay, here are these things that I struggle with in my life. And I can see maybe at times in my life, okay, I think I'm getting better at this thing. Right. But the problem is one, sometimes that progress feels really slow, like I said. And two, sometimes the progress isn't linear. Yeah. Like sometimes uh, I feel like, oh, you yeah. know what? I I got better at this thing. And then I screw it up again. Yeah. Right. And I'm, and I'm like, well, now I'm right back where I started. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm. And so there's a, a lot of challenges when it comes to sanctification and how we feel about the progress that we're making. Yeah. And this is where David Pallison comes in because he says that when it comes to sanctification, we need to think about it in terms of direction. Mm. So what matters is not the distance that you've covered, not the speed that you're going, not how long you've been at it. It's the direction you're heading. Mm -hmm. Are you facing the right way? Yeah. And everything else yeah. is not up to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that can be a really hard truth to accept. That's true. But I also think it can be a really encouraging one mm. uh, because I spend a lot of time thinking about those other things. Yes. What speed am I going? How long have I been at it? Like how much distance have I covered? And sometimes I think we even tend to get pretty obsessive about those things. Oh, yeah. My speed is way too slow. Other people are moving faster. Other people got a head start on me. Maybe someone else got a later start than me, but their speed and trajectory feels more mm. dramatic or whatever the case may be. Right. I think there's a lot of kind of like that truck analogy I was just using. I was just there's thinking, a lot yeah. of comparison. Yeah. We're looking at what other people are doing and how fast mm. they're going or how not going. And, mm -hmm. and then we start to go, well, uh, my journey doesn't look the same as theirs. Mm. And I kind of mm. wish it did. I think that's really that is the biggest frustration in sanctification comes from comparison to mm. me. Like that's where I get tripped up the most. My story doesn't look like theirs. Yeah. Why are they doing so well? And I'm struggling so much with this. Right. And what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, and I think there's mm. could be a couple things going on there. One is that people literally are moving at different, different speeds, speeds yeah. or in different ways. And two, we usually most of the time don't actually have all the insight yes, or knowledge right. into the information. how fast someone else is moving. It's so, so true. The little like snippet we see of their journey, like we only see their car pass us on the highway for like a few seconds seconds. Yep. Right. And we know nothing else about what they've been up to. Oh, 100%. Like, they might have been stuck on the side of the road for the past five hours changing a tire for yep. all we know before they passed us. Right. Yep. Uh, but we don't have that information. And so those comparisons, mm -hmm. like they're very shallow, actually. And yeah. we're, we're basing them off of very incomplete information. Mm -hmm. And we think other people's journeys probably we tend to think they're easier than our own. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Either easier or they're just doing a better job and I'm a right. failure. Yeah. Like <laughs> or they've got it so easy. Why do I have yeah. this stack of cards? You know, <laughs> right. Oh, maybe that's just me. You guys don't see. No, I mean, <laughs> I think it depends on your personality. Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maybe some people it, it tends to be more like. Yeah, I, I have they have it easy. And then other people is more like I feel like I tend towards more like depression and defeatist where like, I'm just a failure. What's wrong mm. with me? Like, why can't I get my act together? So I think it just depends. But neither one of those perspectives <laughs> are helpful, but it just depends on who you are. I think which direction you probably veer. Yeah. 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 I, and I think if you compare the idea of this process to like going for a walk or something and making progress in that way, mm -hmm. I, I think we have to understand that there are going to be fits and starts. There's yeah. going to be different speeds. There's going to be seasons essentially yeah, totally. to life. And that's again, part of the problem with comparison is we're looking at someone else's present, yeah. but not necessarily the whole mm -hmm. scope of what they've been through. Right. Right. So we don't know their seasons, right? Oh, yeah. Like sometimes you're in a steady walking season. You're making progress forward. Like sometimes mm -hmm. it's a trudge, you know, like you're walking uphill yeah. and it's hard yeah. and 
you're breathing heavily right other times like it's a it's a crawl like it hurts and you're having a hard time Mm. even moving i used to get shin splints when i was in high school i don't know if you've ever had that it's basically like really sore like lower legs oh yeah Uh, and i would get them when i would play basketball and when like you sharp get, pain. Yeah, it's like sharp pain that makes you feel super clumsy. Like mm-hmm. you can barely even mm. run when your muscles are that sore. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's like very just painful feeling of like, man, I don't even feel like I'm capable of moving yes. right now. And sometimes you even get stuck or maybe even you do go backwards sometimes. I don't sure. know. Yeah. But again, Pallison says, even in those moments when you get stuck and broken down, you feel like you're not moving at all. Ask yourself, what direction am I facing? Mm-hmm. Am I facing towards God? Or am I not? Mm -hmm. And what that means, like facing towards God, he says, like, this is the perfect illustration for what this looks like. You're my only hope. Please help me. Yeah, That's facing towards God. Yeah. Right. So it's not like Mm -hmm. facing towards God means I'm reading my Bible every day and I'm like praying seven times a day and I'm going to the Bible study and I'm doing all the right things, faithfully attending church and doing all the stuff right. Mm -hmm. No, like facing the right direction just means like if you if you say, God, I don't know what to do. Help. Yeah. That's facing the right direction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's when we turn our our back to him and ironically sometimes think I can do this on my own. Right. That's <laughs> when the problems happen. That's where we're in, we're in the most danger. Mm. Um, so anyway, I just thought this was like a really helpful perspective on this. Yeah. So often I just feel like, man, ugh, I wish yeah. I was making more progress or doing things better or doing the right things. Mm-hmm. And I want to think more about direction. Yeah. As opposed to progress. Yeah. Am I facing the right way? Mm-hmm. And just start there. Fast forward. All right. It's time to look forward. And I'm pretty excited, but also I need your help. Okay. I need, <laughs> I need Anson and Kara's help on this one because I'm, I'm not sure what to do. Oh, okay. Uh, so my 25th birthday <gasps> is coming up. It Fun. is in a few weeks. It is way faster. Like February is just flown by. Yes. So I thought I had way more time to plan a That's 25th awesome. birthday party. But now I'm like, oh, it's like two or three weeks ah. away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a bit torn on what I should do okay. to celebrate a quarter of a century. Okay, and okay. I have a few ideas I'm going to toss out here, yeah. all of which sound very exciting. But, you know, they they, they all <laughs> about kind of are similar in price. But these, these things are way more expensive than I thought they were going to be. Uh, that is fair. Uh, Everything but, is. Yeah. yeah. But like, so karaoke. Oh. So there's a place not far from here where you can like rent a room or an area in the karaoke place. So it's like, you know, you and your friends can all have like your own little karaoke booth and you can rent it for like an hour. And I was like, that'd be fun. But also an hour is not a lot of time. So I feel like there's got to be more than just an hour of Uh, (laughs) karaokeing. So there's one idea. The other idea was rollerblading because I really love rollerblading. I love the 80s and there's just something so fun about goofing around and going rollerblading (laughs) to some you know loud music but I may be like the outlier of my friends. Nobody wanna... else wants to go. Well, I haven't asked, but oh, okay. I have a feeling that it's not going to like yeah. get everyone super duper no, no, no. excited. I mean, is it? Are you thinking to go to like a roller arena? Yes, yeah, a like, roller rink. Yeah, yeah roller rink. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I went on one of my first like maybe our third date. My husband and I went roller skating, and I thought it was fun. Yeah, that is very different. Yeah. You're right. I think from just like a we're going to go out on the Greenway or something, and because then oh, you're like trying oh, to yeah. get somewhere. Oh yeah. And if you're with anyone, oh, like, no, I it can't do that. What they're doing. No, I'm not even good at yeah. rollerblading. Okay. I'm still learning. My uh, my 14 year old brother has been uh, teaching me how to rollerblade. Okay. We haven't made a lot of progress. I think that sounds but, like a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, yeah. So we've got karaoke, rollerblading, and I don't think I'm going to do this, but I looked into laser.
laser tag. A laser tag is fun. And that's, it is there expensive. There are a couple places around. It you can do it. It is expensive. It's but that's expensive. a throwback to my youth group days. <laughs> a lot of time at the Laser Quest place. I'm yeah. just saying. Yes. Okay. So, so okay. yeah. Okay. Th- Good those, options. Those are some options. Well, I've got to place myself in Zoe's shoes. Yeah. Because yes. what I would want is yeah, probably very different, different from what you would want. <laughs> I don't know. You might surpri- you, it might surprise you. I'm a bit weird. If it was my birthday, like uh, karaoke would like that karaoke, was gonna, I would be literally last. <laughs> Kara and I are the wrong people to ask about karaoke. You're not wrong because yeah. both of us would rather die. Oh yeah. You see, if I have friends who are in your position, you guys get to watch me sing badly. Ah, you know, that's the that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. part of that. That's fair. Okay. So, so it is I, an inclusive activity. I understand a lot of people like that. <laughs> That's like the, the, what I've heard. That's the best thing I could say about karaoke. So I'm just admitting Same. up front. I'm very yeah. biased against that one. Okay. Um, that's awesome. You know, the one thing I would toss out is if you have any very introverted friends mm, that might feel out. the same way, yeah. Yeah. that that one in particular may be a more like divisive activity. Well, okay. and also it know. might make them feel uncomfortable even if they're not the ones singing. Oh, like, just, yeah, just watching even, the singing? Yeah, just like, like, I don't, I don't want to be anywhere awkward near Awkward situations oh. in general in public <laughs> yeah. make introverts yeah. uncomfortable. So, but I know <laughs> okay, some people okay. love karaoke. That's so, like, true. Some people do. Yeah. Maybe so we're I'm not the saying you shouldn't do it. And you're no. the birthday girl. That's so, yes, right. yes. You get to decide. Uh, but I will say, I think the, the roller rink thing is super fun. Okay. Because fun. Like, that's a super nostalgic thing. Even yes. We went ice skating for a birthday party a while back. Kind of similar idea. And even the people that were very new to it all the way to the people that had done it a while and felt really comfortable. Like everybody had a good time kind of at their level. Mm, So I feel like it's a, it's a very like approachable activity, yeah, but also a novel one. And it makes you feel like a kid again because when I was a kid, we had all our birthday parties at the roller That's ring. That's true. Yeah. Ooh, that was like a whole thing. I've never had a birthday at a roller rink. See, and I'm it seems like a coming, so. coming of age thing. Coming of age and now. Finally. You get to listen to lots of fun music and stuff. Yeah. Music. And it's a, like you say, a retro, like nostalgic activity that everybody's into, like yeah. that yeah. right now. So that's a solid one. I for love sure. that. Idea. And with yeah. that, I could invite my siblings because with See. the karaoke one, they have like certain rules of how late minors can be in the booth and stuff. Yeah. So I could, call. I could have my whole family there plus See, friends yeah. at the roller and rink. Laser tag is very similar. I think it's also yeah. would be very, very fun. But I, I could see, depending on like who you're wanting to invite, right. uh, you might be able to have like as many people as you want at like uh-huh. the roller ring. I was thinking that. Whereas right. like laser tag might yeah, be a little more only, specific of like yeah. there's so many slots or That's whatever. what I was looking at. So many people can And it come. might be more expensive laser tag. If it price, is pretty expensive. If right. price is an issue, feels like the roller rink is a lower Probably barrier affordable. of entry, yeah. Yeah. I think. And it's closer yeah. to my apartment. And well, so we're narr- I, I think all that we're of narrowing these things, it down. I, you've helped me. That's the one that I would go for. And you can like bring a cake and exactly. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah, take yes. a break and hang yeah. out for a little bit. Which is bit kind and, of fun. Yeah. And yeah. people, if someone like really is like, I'm just falling down all the time and I yeah. hate this. Like, and they can sit down and watch. You can go watch. sit down and watch yeah. and hang out and get a snack. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, so, you know. That yeah, would be my vote as well. Yeah. But as, as previously mentioned, you are the birthday girl. <laughs> so you get to make the rules. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it sounds like I'm probably going to be spending my 25th birthday fun. at the roller rink. That sounds like a lot of fun. I think it's going to be fun. Yay. Okay. Well, whatever you have planned for your weekend slash week till we see you again. Hope you have a good one. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget... Be kind and rewind.